All right, everybody. Welcome to the Georgia Songbirds. We are here with Heidi and Biggs, a local duo from Georgia. Well, in Georgia now. So introduce yourself, guys. Hi, I'm Heidi. Uh, I'm Biggs. Now, are you, you guys aren't from Georgia, though, right? No, we were both born in Texas, and we moved around quite a bit, and San we just Antonio. got to Georgia. Yeah, San Antonio, Texas. My guitarist just moved to Austin. Oh, really? Yeah. Austin's oh. a cool place. Oh. Texas is a cool place. So why, why Georgia? Why did y'all guys come to Georgia? Our dad got a job. <laughs> yeah, got a job. Got to go with that. Yeah. yeah. Moved me my senior year. Kind of yeah. sucks. Oh. <laughs> I like it here, though. Don't get me wrong. It's a what, nice place. So what high school are you going to then? Oh, Woodstock right now. Okay. Because, yeah, that's why I met Heidi. You were playing at Mad Life. So you guys liking Georgia now? Yeah. I yeah, like we do. I was a, at college at SVU in Virginia. And then they cut special the commercial music unit. program. Yes, yeah, special victims unit. Um, <laughs> they, they cut the program I was I was in. So I'm just here with my parents now, and it's been fun. Now, are you going to go to? Another, are you transferring to another college? I'm thinking about it. I'm saving up. I would love to just go to Nashville and to do that. Okay. Um, so I'm saving right now. And for the recording most part. music, right? And now. recording, yeah. yeah. We've we've recorded got five, five about five songs. Yeah. That are see your brother and sister, right? Yes. I couldn't play with my sister. I just couldn't. There's no way I would get along with her to play music. How does it work between you guys? We get along pretty well. We're the youngest of five children. Okay. And so we've always got, I mean, we have our, our fights, but it's yeah, also do, nice yeah. because I'm a people pleaser and I feel like I can be brutally honest with him mm-hmm. more than a person I don't know as well. So we can really get like what we want out of the song so I can say, hey, I don't like this. And he can tell me the same thing. Yeah, because sometimes when you're playing with people you don't know, you're like, I don't know if I should tell them this. I feel bad because what if this is something they really want to do? But okay. it, if like it's me and Heidi, I'm just like, I don't like that. What yeah. are you doing? It hurts my feelings sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> I get over it. <laughs> now, do any of your brother sisters play? Yes. We were in a family band for a while. Oh, wow. But so, Biggs wasn't a part of that. Well, you see, once I started playing guitar, they all decided to quit. Which Not me. Except for Heidi, of course. But, and you know, they all else. play still. I think they just found other things they're passionate about. Okay. And yeah. you said your dad plays too? He, I think he's a great singer, um, but he doesn't sing for people. Oh, okay. Just in the car. And my mom too. Well, they, they both love music and they both just raised us with it. So, Yeah, they raised us with yeah. good music. Well, that's good. I mean, because that's a lot of times you'll hear like families that, like my family, my mom and dad were, especially my dad, was tone deaf, like beyond tone deaf. There's something beyond tone deaf that was him. My mother... She had that church, so she'd sing a little bit in church, but that was the only time she ever sang. My grandfather was the one that got me into music, taught me the GCDs, and I'd sit there. Now, it's probably a little different than you guys did it, but we'd sit on a boat, and they were drinking and having a good time, and it was my my papa, my granny, and her family, and they were playing old church hymns and old country music and just drinking and and dancing the night away. That's what I remember, and that's what I grew up on playing. Mm. That sounds like a good time. So what yeah. did you get? You said family. So what did y'all play? So we grew up on the Ava Brothers a lot. So my brothers, they did. They had a band themselves for it a while. It was basically they, an Ava Brothers cover band. Yeah, the Ava Brothers cover basically band. Basically, they, they had original music too. That was really good. But um, yeah, so we did a lot of that country music, George Strait, like stuff like that. Um, basically everything. Okay. But country is the one we kind of stuck to, also because my voice just matches with country more and. We lived in Southeast Colorado for a time where everything was like, it was like ranch life, farm life. So that's kind of the environment that I feel most comfortable in. Okay. I went to Colorado um, a couple of years ago before the kids were born. So I think my wife might've been pregnant with them. Um, and I ended up getting mountain sickness. 
Mm-mm. Oh, really? Because I decided to go to Colorado. I was like, okay, I go to Colorado. All I need is my jeans, a hoodie, <laughs> and I had a windbreaker. I got sick. <laughs> <laughs> I spent, I know, probably the better part of five hours in the hospital where they had to get my oxygen back up. And I had oh, to carry man. an oxygen tank around with me the whole trip. My oldest son was making fun of me because I had it. I was I'd have to sleep with it. <laughs> but you know, I slept pretty good there. Man, uh, yeah. We've gotten we've gotten mountain sickness before. I don't think you remember Biggs. I was young when I lived yeah, in Colorado. But I remember. It wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> now how much snow did you guys have to shovel? A lot of snow. We <laughs> built like forts like underneath the snow it's mm-hmm. like it was so packed that you could like build tunnels underneath of it and it was so much yeah fun. we got more of that in, like south dakota and iowa well, no, we colorado was quite a bit of snow colorado we lived in <laughs> let's just go down the list um texas colorado south dakota iowa texas virginia georgia military so, uh, oil okay. oil yeah, yeah. Oil business which because my my yeah. wife is military and she lived in new york texas germany um all over the place so you start we start naming it as like okay maybe it's military yeah that's what people <laughs> ask a lot of the time but so, yeah. are you, so you're an oil you're an oil rig i was for 20 years and now i'm uh, manufacturing now i've decided i didn't want to be part of it okay <laughs> oil right now is not necessarily a steady profession neither is music no honestly right <laughs> what are we saying no, music is so steady and you have to work all the time what are you talking about <laughs> We're picking the safe option. Right. The, the safe option. <laughs> I want to be a musician, Dad. Oh, great. You'll have 40-hour weeks and 401K. Yeah, teachers <laughs> yeah. are recommending it. Like, yeah, you should be a musician. That's I know. A good my idea. counselor was like, go for it. No. Now, did you guys, because you're still in high school, yeah. and, and you've graduated, do you have to take those uh, like placement exams kind of stuff that tells mm-hmm. you what you would be good at? Yes. yes. What did they tell you? An artist of some sort. Okay. Uh, you know, musician mostly. Mine was, uh, I got a 100% performer, but my second place was a 95% architect. And I was showing my English teacher, and she came up to me and said, hey, you should be an architect. <laughs> I was like, maybe, there's 100% on there, but maybe I just have to be an architect. That's what she's saying. I must have mm-hmm. took it wrong because they said, one, I should have been a model. Which, <laughs> if you look over there, I actually did model when I was younger. Oh, wow. really? Uh-huh. It's, I don't even sit behind it. That's what I was, uh, that picture right there. That's when I did like movies and stuff like that. That's really cool. Or uh, day labor. That was the other. <laughs> I, had, I had like two choices. I was like, okay, I either I either go build houses or I I do model stuff. And I ended up doing none of. I did that for a little bit. I I was in a couple movies. I remember the Titans and Passing Glory. Oh, really? Um, yep. And that That's one so when cool. I was younger and I was working out and did all the stuff and I was. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, but I got hurt, and my back. They were supposed to fuse the muscles, but I had like twice as much muscle. And when they went in there and they put they put the first off, they put the screw backwards, cut a nerve. I couldn't feel my leg for two months. Oh. Now they can't take it out or I may not be able to walk again. They, so they said, okay, well, you can't run anymore and you can't lift more than 25 pounds. So I decided to eat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's where I went to. <laughs> I mean, it's understandable. <laughs> now, when you were going to college, what was your major? Was it music uh, related? Yeah, commercial music. Okay. I was thinking of, because with music, a lot of it comes with theory. And while I like theory, I didn't like the way that I was learning it. Okay. So I was thinking about switching to English because that's still songwriting. It's writing, it's poetry and things like that. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of musicians have done that. My professor um, from Nashville, he's a producer. He majored in English and that worked out for him. So 
I was thinking about that and I don't know. Maybe, I hope I go back. I want to finish. I want to get a degree, but I'm taking a little hiatus just to really pursue it and write and save money. Okay. So Kennesaw has a pretty good music program. I heard too. Yeah. Somebody's telling me that I didn't realize that that's what they have now for music. But I mean, Belmont's like the thing in Nashville. Everybody that's, goes to that's the music school. That's Everybody where he wants to go. Wants to go. I would love to go around. too. Have you applied or said anything yet for your colleges? No, I probably should. I'm just dreading it. Right <laughs> <laughs> I make all right grades. I, he does fine. a good job. He's really smart. He doesn't give himself enough credit. Oh, I'm so smart. Yeah, he's really smart. <laughs> See, my sister was never that nice to me. My sister got me chased by a dog up that very street you guys drove. <laughs> she was throwing rocks at me, so I took off running, and I got chased by a chow. So she threw rocks at the chow, and then when the chow ran off, she started throwing rocks at me again. See, that I didn't get compliments like that. <laughs> well, we're, we're better in public. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> See, I've got in there, uh, the little girl that was there saw you. Oh, Heidi's coming. Her name was Cheyenne. She's 13. She's got a twin brother named Gibson. So they oh, same Gibson, that's a cool name. Yep. After all, my, my guitar. <laughs> so it was funny when my wife was pregnant. We didn't know if there were a boy or girls or two girls, two boys, whatever. So we picked out different names. So like you see, my name is Jesse James. That's my middle name is James. That is such a cool that's name. That's awesome. So Gibson is Gibson Wayne. And if it was a boy, the other boy was going to be Franklin James after, you know, Frank and Jesse James. Mm -hmm. And then for the girl, uh, Cheyenne Harmony is her name. Mm -hmm. And her sister will be Allison Monroe. And so now my little girl wants to be a wrestler when she grows up. <laughs> and she wants her wrestling name to be Allison Monroe. <laughs> That's awesome. She goes, That's such a good wrestle name. And so she watches wrestling and stuff. Now. Wow. That's, That's cool. Wrestling is cool. Wrestling is yeah, really cool. I could never. A really big fan. He got me into it recently. Yeah, our oldest brother, he does kickboxing and stuff like that. Okay. Yeah, he enjoys it. See, now that's something that I, I when I grew up, they didn't have this stuff here because I've been in this area for 30 something years, right? And so I see all this stuff now grow. They have kickboxing and they have they have music studios, like they have Mad Life now. They didn't mm -hmm. have that stuff when I was growing up. If you wanted to play, it was a whole lot different how to even get, you had to go yeah. to Nashville. There wasn't no playing here in Canada. Yeah, the they we didn't, most places we've lived didn't have places like we have here in Georgia. Mad Life, my parents kept talking to me while I was in Utah. I had an internship there, which really cool. Uh, Bryce Canyon, really cool area, really nice people. Okay. But um, they're like, there are such cool places to play here. You should, I can't wait for you to come down and play all these places. So Mad Life is my favorite mm -hmm. so far. But um, yeah, really cool. Yeah, like in Powhatan, they really where we lived in Virginia, there was nowhere to play. We like, played at farmers markets. <laughs> like I was, when Heidi was at college, I was part of a band and um, a friend of mine who went to Longwood, which is in Virginia, and we there's nowhere to play, and we had this tea party thing, and we're a blues rock. I was a blues rock guitarist. She was a, like a crazy singer, and we were at this tea party playing. That was probably the most unsettling thing ever because my nose was bleeding at this tea party with like a bunch of old women. Okay, you say oh, I, you said tea party. I think at little girls doing like no, like this is like party. it was like at a university and they're like having this massive. It was it was terrible. <laughs> what was the name of your band? Uh, it was Cheap Lovin', but we usually just called it. We didn't really have a name for most of the time because it was just Hayden's band. He's a he's a good friend of mine. He's a really good vocalist. Okay. Yeah, see, because I did my band at Yes Ma'am. It stands for middle-aged men because how old I am. So all the guys <laughs> in her 40s, like, let's just start a band and play. It's like, okay. And southern rock is kind of what we do because my voice is, is growly and country. Is, I can't do anything else. That's the purest thing. You yes. kind of have to figure out, like, especially when you're the singer, what fits with your voice, not exactly what you want to play, what right. you should play. I love country music still, but my voice does fit with country music the most. <laughs> yes. So 
That's yeah, what we, I got to play. We heard you there. You sang Cowboy. That's a song that mm-hmm. I think I remember. We played a couple because I know Greg does like, you get like three songs. Yeah. And Cowboy is one that I remember is, is really good. And oh, my daughter you. goes, she's really good. Get her on the podcast. Oh, <laughs> yay. <laughs> thank you. It's an all right song. <laughs> Gee. I'm joking. It's, it's fantastic. It's it's a good one. So, thank you. Well, let, let's get one of your guys' songs and what you want to do first. Did you want to do Outlaw? Outlaw's probably safe bet. I usually play that on electric. This but. one goes with the cowboy song. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, tell me a story behind it because I'm the songwriter too. I hear stories. Yeah. Okay. So we I wrote Cowboy with the idea of like, it would be so fun. I love the song Sweet Baby James by mm-hmm. James Taylor. And so I was like, I, would, I love the cowboy vibe. And I was like, but I'm a girl. So I can't really. So I played it with the intention of having him sing it. But Which then I when I played it, he did. Yeah. It. The first couple times you performed it, it was him. And he's a great singer. But my professor, who's a producer, was like, hey, this would be really cool if it was sung by a girl. It adds like a new twist to the word cowboy. And so you ended up going with that. And then Outlaw, I felt like connected the story. Mm-hmm. So Cowboy's all about, I don't need anybody. I'm, I have this life. I'm doing what I'm doing. But then Outlaw is when she does fall in love, it's with the wrong guy. It's like a Bonnie and Clyde type deal. Okay. So that's basically what inspired the Outlaw song. See, that's funny you say that because my, my, my name is Jesse James. My mother's name was Bonnie. You want to guess what my grand, my papa's name was? Clyde? Clyde. That's so cool. So Those cool. are the names of my guitars. <laughs> my, it was Elmer Clyde, but he went by Clyde. Because mm. his was Elmer Clyde. My dad was Elmer Kenneth. And I'm pretty sure I came close to being Elmer James. I'm glad they didn't name me that. <laughs> <laughs> I would not go by Elmer. <laughs> I, so I'm going to turn this off and get you guys hooked up, and we'll get some sound checks. All right. All right. Had I known it would end like this, I would have chosen different. And had I known in just three years' time. I'd leave everything behind All for a guy I wish I'd known I would have gone home But now I'm an outlaw No place to call Nobody's gonna save me now No way I'm getting out this new age Bonnie and Clyde but then you left me behind I was a fool to romanticize but I thought he saw soul in the devil at first night I'm standing here on the road as you drive away no trace just my name so I took the blame I took the blame and now I'm an outlaw no place to call nobody's gonna see me now no way I'm getting out of this new age Bonnie and Clyde but then you left me behind I was a fool to romanticize But I thought I saw soul in the devil at first night 
And now I've come too far to turn back now. So now I'm in that No place to call, nobody's gonna save me now. No way I'm getting out of this new age. Bonnie and Clyde. But then you left me behind. I was a fool to romanticize. But I thought I saw soul in the devil at first night. Yeah, he's used to playing that on the electric guitar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should have brought my electric. I've got electric in there if you want one. That's one thing I do have a lot of is, is guitars. I've got a, I've got a couple of Ibanez. I got a, a Iceman in there. I have Ibanez too. Dude, electric. I, I, I love Ibanez. I fall in love with the Guild guitars. Mine is so beautiful. Yeah. I like yeah. the sound. You got the chord progressions on there for you. Oh. <laughs> That's for uh, a different song. I don't even remember which one now. Um, yeah, I, I was telling Shadow Brim, there's something going on with it with yours because for whatever your guitar, I'm looking at the wavelength, right? It's picking only the low stuff. I don't Mine? know why. Yeah, but it sounds high, so it's making it kind of buzz. It might be that battery. Yeah. Battery are, are you okay with another playing on another guitar? Yeah. Okay. I've told my daughter to bring back my cat out here so you can play on it. It's acoustic. Okay. Awesome. So Thanks. Next time we'll Sorry, let you play. it's no, it's. I love it. Well, Heidi's thinking about getting a 12 string anyway. I know. I so. want a 12 string so bad. I've got a 12 string in there. But it's, it doesn't have pickup, but what we can do is uh, <laughs> <laughs> hold it up against the guitar while you play. <laughs> I probably would need to practice a little bit. Oh, it. I love the sound of a 12 string guitar. Me too. I Beautiful. learned on a 12 string, but I haven't uh, played one in a while. Really? That's a hard guitar to learn on. I don't know. I thought, I don't, with that guitar, it felt easier than a regular one. Yeah. Oh, thank you, daughter. Uh, uh, I need my tuners on the Taylor, too. You remember Heidi? Hi. You say hi. I know you liked her music. Don't be shy. <laughs> She's shy. Cheyenne and shy. <laughs> so that was a good song. Obviously, you do have a country voice. Yeah. <laughs> and I can tell you like playing. I bring out electric. I, you, you're in a studio. I've got amp right there. I've got a couple electric guitars. Uh, do you I want can, to? I can, yeah. I can put you on electric if you want. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, okay. Let me let me text my roadie real quick. Because <laughs> I'll ever bring the one uh, that she likes. He's been playing a lot of jazz music here recently, so it's kind of yeah. Nice. You want a you want a jazz guitar, or do you want the? Uh, I've it, got a, I've got a white electric, and I've got an Ibanez jazz guitar. Will you bring the? I just texted you. Will you bring the uh, white Ibanez out here? <laughs> Thank you, roadie. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Teenagers. <laughs> 13 years old. Oh, I'm trying to do my work, Dad. <laughs> Whatever. This is their school. They are out of school. I guess you're out of school too, right? Uh, today, County. Uh, I finished my final, uh, my final today for government. <laughs> <laughs> <Not that. laughs> so now, when I went to school, the only like 
ones you had to take, like the classes four years was English. I think math is now, right, four years? Math, science. Um, I didn't have to take, no, I did have to take a science this year because I decided I didn't want to last year. Um, <laughs> I have to take math. Uh, in Virginia, you had to take three years of a language. I don't know if that's the same here. Okay. You get a little closer to Mike so I can pick you up. Oh, sorry about that. <laughs> He's so bad at that. You got a you deep voice, too. but if you did, I can't. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, my gigs will float away too, and I'll be like, come back. <laughs> right. Oh, cool. Uh, there's a guitar stand right over there by that. Thank you, sweetheart. She's already eyeballed the one when I pass. Uh, you better set that straight because it's, it's leaning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one she wants when I pass away. She's already she's already eyeballed it because I want that guitar. I want that guitar. I was like, well, you get, that one's yours. The the Gibson goes to Gibson. I got that's a fair. tailor that whoever wants they can have. I love tailors. <laughs> cool guitars my goal and i know this is going to be a horrible goal my wife hates it is that i want to i want a guitar one guitar from every manufacturer oh cool so that's that's, that's a cool goal but for whatever reason i buy out ibanez i keep buying ibanez i've got that's i have two electric no three electric ibanez guitars an ibanez based an ibanez acoustic i'm like you know what they just need to sponsor me so that i can get paid to use ibanez because i just like the way they look and they and then they sound really well too so and then that one's a really good guitar i like the way that sounds see i'm impartial defender always have been i've always wanted to defend her mind like ever since i started playing guitar so i'll play a telecaster most of the time okay i tell you a secret because she's out of here that's her guitar for christmas oh it's one of those little strat little beginner ones maybe a fender but struts are a guitar to begin and then that's her amp over there so that's the best way i can do it is hide it (laughs) i just hide out in the open she'll never see it (laughs) that's fair but she comes in here and she starts looking around i was like what are you doing nothing so (laughs) i don't she's smarter than she thinks by the time this comes out if she listens ha ha (laughs) (laughs) we all knew before you did right uh so finished you were saying that uh what's your classes now and for your majors oh um or for high school, your senior year? Yeah, government, science, <laughs> uh, English. He doesn't math. even know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just finished a lot of them, which I'm I'm in a a jazz band. Of course, that's after school. Then I've I'm in chorus as well. That's mainly what I do at school. Now, did you do the the course? They just the thing they had recently at the high school, the Christmas one. Yeah, it was there. Okay, he had a solo. I, I was singing Blue Christmas. Yeah, he sang. Blue oh, okay. okay. Yeah. We were there. My little girl. You were there. Yeah, my little girl. Yeah, that was, was me on stage singing. <laughs> oh, you're re- you do have a really good voice. Well, thank you. Okay, you really do have a good voice. So yeah, that see that's that's small world. It's a small world. My daughter was there for Teasley. She's in Teasley course, so she was in eighth grade. It was a long concert. Yeah. I was just at the one before where her uh, her cousin, Charlie, who went back mm-hmm. to uh, Mississippi, they had a band concert. Same thing. They played two songs or whatever or one song, and then every band would play, and it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I had a band concert on Thursday last I, week. Yeah, that's the one it was. Oh, wait, you were there too? Yeah. Oh, well. So look at that. Yeah, I was the one he playing was... guitar on stage in the last song, in the, last, uh, in the jazz band. Okay. Honestly, I left before that. because No, yeah, <laughs> understandable. I would have left too, but not to be there. I was listening to it, and it was like, <laughs> part of me is like, okay, they're, they're young, and I get it. So you could tell the ones that have been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. New and the first that... few are the more of the, uh, um, you know, the, the younger kids who are just starting on the instruments. Right, and that happened to be my niece. No. <laughs> <laughs> she was like... She was in the front and playing. I was like, oh, my God. I'm like, yay. <laughs> See, I love horn instruments, but I can never. I 
bought a bugle here recently <laughs> just for just for experimenting and i started playing and i was like lord i can't imagine practicing on this 24 7 i can't turn it down like a guitar electric guitar i get to sit in my room and nobody can hear me but a bugle you have to do the it's terrible my uh bassist he'll bring out a saxophone because i love saxophone band because with my southern rock i want you have john cafferty and the beaver brown band my favorite band I love having electric guitar solos mixed with saxophone oh, solos beautiful. and battle back and forth. There's a uh, song, uh, this band in Virginia who does like a lot of stuff with saxophone. They did a Sultan's Swing cover with a saxophone. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. Of course, not as good as the original. Nothing ever is. But. I heard somebody do a Hotel California solo on a sax. Oh. And it was <laughs> oh, it was really, really good. Yeah. You see, saxophone is is good when it's used well because there's times where it's overused. It's like a harmonica. Mm-hmm. Harmonicas are cool. They add texture when they're used too much. Like I think Bob Dylan used it way too much. <laughs> I can't stand some of his songs. <laughs> Just random blowing into a harmonica for three minutes. Yep. <laughs> you get, and that's where I think a lot of people, they learn taste. But if they're if they're big names and they do it, they're just going to do whatever they want to do. Well, they it's don't like care. Bob Dylan, first three years, you know, he, had, he had to get everybody's attention. But then his later stuff, he could just do whatever he wants. Nobody cares. Right. It's like Taylor Swift. She can do anything and everyone will yeah, think it's beautiful. It's true. It's I true. love Taylor Swift, but it's very true. <laughs> I listened to her last album. And funny, she comes up a lot on this podcast. And one of the people that I want to get on the show is Dolly Parton. Oh. I've been oh. trying to get Dolly on the show. So everywhere I put it out, like, oh, Dolly on the Georgia Songbirds. And I actually know a guy who knows Dolly. Oh, wow. Because uh, I wrote songs with him. He's Keith, his name is Keith. He plays in the band Trick Pony. Mm-hmm. And me and him wrote a song before. And I'm like, I wonder if he can get Dolly on here. Because Dolly is a huge influence on all songwriters. But Taylor Swift is too. And she comes up a lot on this podcast because I think as much crap as she gets, she is probably the best marketer out there. Oh, without a doubt. Agreed, yeah. And her last album I listened to, I was like, okay, let's see what the big fuss is about. I want to hear it. Why does she Why does she make Ticketmaster get all that? <laughs> I didn't get it. <laughs> go <ticket>. crazy. <laughs> so I listened to it, and I'm like, the, I got the image from every song. Is All I can see is little girls in their room hugging pillows crying to the whole thing. I'm like, is that what she was going for? See, yeah, I a little. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I didn't like the way it was produced. I thought I, it was yeah, really um. I think her songwriting is so brilliant. You can tell, like, when you look at lyrics for songs that aren't as popular or, like, that you listen to and nothing really catches your attention when you read them you're like these lyrics are brilliant sometimes the music just doesn't catch your attention as much most of the time she's a, a genius and i can't criticize her in any way but um my favorite from her new album is probably gonna there was would have could have should have that's on it's an extra part of the album it's okay. not like the original one and it is so good and i don't know why it's not a part of the original one midnight rain's better i think midnight rain's the best no song. I, I, I it's the most original I, i'm more of an instrumentalist so i prefer like better instrumentals i can I tell you why it's not on there because she wants to sell a deluxe edition yeah of her yeah. album <laughs> no i have i bought i pre-ordered her um album the vinyl record of mm-hmm. it and my favorite song isn't even on it right so that's it's fine it's fine i love her but there are some things like Ticketmaster. I wish I could have How gotten. How much money do you need? A ticket you know? to the concert. <laughs> you need to sell a deluxe album. Just that's Ticketmaster. That's not Taylor Swift. No, the deluxe. Well, album. the deluxe oh, yeah. is Taylor Swift. Yeah. That's yeah, like that that's is... like when you when you get a video game and then you got to buy the season pass. And oh, they do the DLC. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's yeah. like you got the game, but now you have to download it for four hours. Come on, just give you the game on the. Disc. With my internet, it's longer than four hours. Oh, it no. it takes me literally. I had to turn the damn thing off at night and let it go, and I buy the <laughs> next night. If I'm lucky, it's downloaded as long as the kids haven't been on TV all day. 
<laughs> it was like Red Dead Redemption 2. I got that in Virginia, and it took like three days to download. I got it for my birthday. Couldn't play it until like a week later. We, <laughs> what was it? It was, um, I think it was the, the Madden game or the wrestling game I got, because I don't play many, but mostly my, my son plays. We downloaded it, and it got corrupted and had to download it again. Oh. I was like, oh. See, I, I don't play video games that much compared to a lot of people. I think it's just because I didn't have internet for a long time. And I think, when I think of video games, I think it's just, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to something. So if I'm not playing guitar, I get like mad at myself because <laughs> I sit there and I'm like, I could be playing guitar right now. And then I do it. And then I don't do anything else. So my score kind of lacks sometimes. I liked the one DC video game. With Injustice. Injustice. Because yes. I was Catwoman and I kept kicking people and I kept <laughs> oh, winning. Oh, I'm so annoying. My brother, he took the video game controller after he lost to her. I beat threw everyone. it against the wall and it broke. So we just had one controller. <laughs> Oh man, I'm I'm awful to play that game with because I just will continue pressing the same button over it's and over the, again. With it works, whip kick, whip kick, yeah, it right? works exactly. Gotta figure out how to stop you. <laughs> My son is trying to beat me in mad. He can't beat me in football. <laughs> he, he's, he tries. I, I I don't get beat very often in football. I just don't because I play it and I can understand mm. the, the the sport itself. But when you're playing kids, they do like they run the quarterback. That's what they do. You have to play the player. So. He just like takes his fastest guy and throws it deep. I just got to cover that. Yeah, that's I, right. I used to do Hail Marys over and over right? again. It's <laughs> <not> fun. <laughs> so he gets so mad and he's playing and he didn't mean it and, it, and the controller comes flying out of his hand. <laughs> and, and you can just see it in slow motion and it hit the TV. And luckily it didn't mess with the TV oh. or break anything. And I'm like, are you out of your mind? And his friend was there just started dying laughing. <laughs> and I couldn't be mad because his friend is laughing so hard. I'm laughing. I'm trying I'm trying to be the dad. Mm-hmm. And like, don't you know you don't act that way. But at the same time, I'm laughing at his friend <laughs> because his friend is just literally on the floor holding his stomach, dying, laughing. Yeah, I can't beat anybody at Madden. I'm probably the worst Madden player of all time <laughs> when it comes to most things. <laughs> Well, if you just throw it deep all the time, yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interception over interception. (laughs) Every now and then, there's that really good play, you know? That's That's what you live for. I live for that one moment. Right. I'm going to throw it 100 times and score 12. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But that 12 points means so much to me. (laughs) See, I told you, this this is fun interview. We just talk about all kinds of things that come up. And so, like, it's... I like these interviews because it's... A lot of times, you get songwriters and musicians, and they're more introverted... And they're kind of shy, and you gotta drag it out of them, you know. And it happens. I get it. So, but I, I like the fact that you guys are are opened up and, and talking like this. It's fun. It is really fun. Uh, the worst thing in the world is when you go to a guitar store and you're waiting in line for like to get something. Uh-huh. There's two guitars standing there, and neither of them knows how to talk to each other. So they're standing there looking around, <laughs> like you like the guitar? Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> they just look at the ground. It's it's terrible. This is what I do when I go to the guitar store. Oh, I think I know you're done. Oh, no. Oh. Every time I just start picking stairway to him. I want to see if they come to me. There's no sign. <laughs> Wayne's yeah, World. Yeah. My daughter loves Wayne's World. I Great showed her that movie. movie. So mm-hmm. good. So good. She fell in love with Queen because of that movie. Oh, She's wow. got a vinyl of Queen that she just like goes down the rabbit hole of, of it. She just loves that stuff. I like Queen. <clears throat> I like Queen. This is controversial. I think Queen. Brigham's really got overrated. strong opinions when it comes I'm, I'm to music. I'm very strong opinion. And yeah. I'm more like, I like it. It's nice. You know? See, I, I'm probably with you. They got yeah. some good songs. Right? I think Freddie Mercury's just an overrated musician in general. He's a great singer. <laughs> He's a great singer, but like people just treat You're him like a god. You're about to anger some people. I know. <laughs> I've, I've you're not going to anger me because I, I, <laughs> yeah. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. He is singer-wise, 
he's really, really good. You know, the band itself, the music is awesome. I love Brian May as a guitarist. He's freaking cool. It's like when people come up with like the Beatles or the Rolling Stones. I'm a Rolling Stones guy. Ooh. I just damn. <laughs> I just think their music is I like their music better. I think there's more songs that that are that I like more from Rolling Stones than the Beatles. The Beatles they played for like twenty more years. Yeah. Compared to the Beatles. The Bring Beatles up. songwriter songwriting is is probably better. I mean, because Mick Jagger, they got some weird words in their songs. I don't even know what they're saying, but I love the music. <laughs> well, it's, I guess it's what you prefer. Like, if we're like listening in your car, seeing a concert, if you prefer listening in your car, you're probably a Beatles fan. For singing concert, probably Rolling Stones, because Rolling Stones are Rolling Stones are just great performers. Mm-hmm. Like, I would much rather see Rolling Stones in concert than the Beatles any day. They're not good performers. They just kind of stand there. You would, nuh uh, Biggs. No, you would no I definitely would. <laughs> no, because Brigham, the way he started music, it started with like the Guardians of the Galaxy music, right? Well, but then My Sweet the Lord, Beatles. George Harrison. And then. The, the Beatles, Beatles really got I, I was a bass music. player. I got a bass guitar for Christmas. One that's just like yeah, yeah I got a Paul Beatle bass, and I was playing a lot of it. And then I heard "Let It Be," and I heard the guitar solo on the album version, not like the radio version. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Holy crap, that's really cool!" And I was thinking, you know, it's actually quite similar to a bass. So then I picked up a guitar, and I don't yeah, think I, I don't know. I don't think again. you would pass up a Beatles concert. I, I just think that's a lie. I know, but <laughs> when the Beatles were in concert, it was like their early stuff, and their early stuff is kind of like. You know, like kind of girly. Yeah, well, kind of, yeah. Think about the time too. I mean, they had to sit there to play. It's not yeah. like now they can. They, they're like Guns and Roses, and they're running all over the stage. You know. See, that's. Uh, I guess if the right now I would see the Beatles because I yeah, still I have an opportunity to see the Rolling Stones since they're still alive. Right. At least some of them. <laughs> it's the Rolling Stones. <laughs> but if I could see anybody in concert, it'd be Mark Knopfler, hands down, Dire Straits. I am a Dire Straits nerd. I love Dire Straits. There is a, oh, I'd have to find his name. I can't remember his name now. His dad is a band member of Dire Straits. What? What is his name? I can't remember his name. Because I, I met him in Atlanta. Um, and it's, it's, I'm blanking on it. If I look through my friend's list on Facebook, I could figure him out who it was. I want to say Steven something, but I, I honestly don't remember his name. But yeah, he, he, he told me that. Because he's playing at the open mics at a, in Atlanta at the Red Light Cafe, and he started playing, and he's like, "Oh, you're good." And he's, "Oh, yeah." And he, he told me the story about his his dad. I was like, "Now I understand why you don't really say that because that's a, that's a hard shadow to yeah. get out of." Mm-hmm. You know, well, Dire Straits, the greatest band of all time. <laughs> <laughs> now, who do you guys kind of influence your stuff? Because you talk about your country music, Heidi. Mm-hmm. Who kind of influences you? Uh, so we know about Biggs. We know yeah. about Beatles. <laughs> Brigham knows a lot more about music than I do. Um, however, we come from different sides of it, you know. So for me, I grew up on Taylor Swift, Avril Lavigne. I loved Avril Lavigne, um, Kelly Clarkson, and Carrie Underwood. That kind of thing, you know. And so growing up, I sang that stuff. Especially, you know, I love to sing. So it was stuff that I could sing along with. Um, as I'm getting older, I love Cam. She sang a song called Burning House. Love that song. Yeah, it's such a good song. She's got so many good songs, and I feel like she's so underrated. People, A lot of people don't know who she is. Oh, yeah. She's so cool. Her songs are known, but not necessarily her name. So Yeah, her songs, yeah, her name is not. But she's so cool. So I love her. Um, I love James Taylor and Jim Croce, and like that folksy mixed with the mm-hmm. country. I'd love to be able to mix those more. Um, who else? John Denver, obviously. Like, I love him. So th- those are my inspirations i love folksy country i'm a more lyric type gal so brigham brings in with like the instrumentals and then more music stuff Mm -hmm. and so we make a good team team. now do you write too or you just kind of help over more of the i do yeah he does he's he's much better than i am 
Now, so. when you're when you're singing and riding, does she go play lead? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to me ever. <laughs> I mean, her really couldn't switch when it comes to this thing. She's a much better singer than I am. Heidi's probably the most. Heidi's just naturally born talent. Something that I, oh. I I have talent, but not to that extent. Right. Like a lot of stuff, I just had to practice for hours on end to get. But Heidi was just. Heidi could just walk into a room, pick up a guitar, and say, "I want to write a song." Then write a killer song, and my song's like donkeys <laughs> this random stuff it's true no you write so the thing that makes us a good team with songwriting is um brigham is very you write poetry and I things like, poetry, like that yeah. so a lot of his stuff is very it's very deep and very good but if you have a whole song with all of that it can i'm sure you can do a great job writing a song by yourself but i think mm-hmm. we add the i add the realism in there so there's the metaphor right. whoa really deep metaphor and then we go back into like okay it's light though it's not going to be like well, she's where somebody doesn't understand sense. like that's the main thing with how you songwriting is she's like she's she can feel other people's emotions but she just has this thing in her head i don't know what it is but she can just write melodies like that like that's the thing i mainly have trouble with is i think a lot of people have trouble with that. i do too yeah. i mean I'm, I'm really good with the storytelling but the melodies itself like i just wrote a song with jana jennings and she brought a melody to the song that completely changed it so that makes it's, the song it's insane right. i i really enjoy writing um melodies <laughs> i wouldn't say i don't know like i think i've done a pretty good job with a lot of songs but then there are other songs people haven't heard that are really bad so i can't say that it always turns out well but I like it when it does. Yeah, and I think with with your the idea of poetry, because you're like the Beatles, right? You're, yeah, you're like, in a rock. You can you can take a poet a poem. And I had this conversation with the guest that I had uh, yesterday on here. Uh, she's a poet. She writes poetry. She puts the music, but she's got a '60s kind of sound, like Mama Papa's, mm, uh, yeah. Janis Joplin, and it fits with the music. And I think because you're more rock, you can do it that way. You can't with country. You got to have mm-hmm. a story. They, yeah. they, exactly. It's, it's too weird. They kind of look. Like no, no, thank you. I love basing songs off of books that I read. I read a lot of books, and so if I go through the perspective of that character, so it doesn't always have to be personal to me because it's hard singing songs that are like deeply personal about yourself. Mm -hmm. And I like telling other people's stories as well. So I go through like, there's one, what is it? Trying to, I, I can't remember what the book title was, but I wrote a song with that idea in mind of the character, and I love it. I can't remember what it is. Yes, Dance of Thieves. Yeah, there you it's go. It's not done, but I like it. It's a good song. <laughs> See, I, I, when I was a kid, I would read like Call of the Wild. I don't know how much of a story you can write about it. Well, I guess you could. Feeding Jake, they did with Pirates of Mississippi, and what are the dog songs are there? See, I like Stephen King. So if I wrote a book like with that, yes. it, it'd just be like heavy metal, I want to die. You know? <laughs> That's not a good idea to write a song about. <laughs> it'd be a lot of Metallica or Pantera yeah, like, playing onto it. It'd be one, you know. We went to uh, Maine. <laughs> I remember it was my my wife's father lives in Maine, so we drove to Maine. And while we were there, we had to go see the Stephen King house. Oh, had oh. to. So we're standing in front of it, me and the kids and my wife, and these people drive by like nerds. <laughs> like I don't care. <laughs> oh. <laughs> because I grew up. Same thing. I would yep. read Stephen King. Dean Koontz, Stephen King. That was the people that I. Always read. I, He's I a fantastic this. author. He's been writing for years, and every book is like every book I've read of his is absolutely fantastic. What is one of your favorite ones then? What, what keeps you up? At, what did you read over and over? Which book of his? Um, so the Dark Tower series and all, but That's probably so hard to read. That, that one lost me. Oh, so good. I read it when I was thirteen. Probably shouldn't have. <laughs> it warped me. But uh, <laughs> the Wizard and Glass, uh, the fourth book in the series, is one of the best books I've ever read. I never cried so hard. It was insane. Yeah. I think this is a good connection between me and my dad because he reads it. Reads he read them when he was younger too. Okay, so dad, what's one of your favorite ones? In 
Okay. Okay. There was a book. I don't remember if it was Stephen King or Dean Koontz. Now the cell. So it must be Dean Koontz because if yeah, you don't, Dean it was that to me. They made a movie with John Cusack, and that wasn't very good. But the moot, but the book itself, which always seems to be the case, is always better than the movie. Oh, without a doubt. You know, like I've read Harry Potter. I don't know how many times. I know it's a mm. kid's book, but I don't care. I like it. I read it. The first one's <laughs> great. I've read the first one like three times. I didn't read the rest of them because I. Really it's like, like I read The Hunger Games yearly, once a year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it's a young audience. I love it. <laughs> yep. And the books are better than the movies. I don't know, though. I love the movies, too. I'm really? just a big fangirl for The Hunger Games. And it's it's past I my age saying now. I had controversial takes. This is a... Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you saying I had controversial takes. Hunger Games? Everyone likes The Hunger Games. If you've read it, you love it. And I can't stress that enough it's fantastic i think my i don't know if my daughter read all of them yet i think she i think she actually did because i wouldn't let her watch the movie until she read the book mm-hmm. she's well, daddy i'm already up i was like no read go read the book but she, cause she's like she wants to be a slow reader and figure it out i'm like yeah well read, read faster yeah, so I, I can't do that i, I read them like, i've yeah. read that series twice this year already um twice this <laughs> I love year it. yeah. it's an obsession i love it they're my comfort characters it's my comfort story and it's about <laughs> children killing children but what can i say <laughs> there was a movie i don't know if you guys have seen it. i showed my kids i bet your dad knows knows it uh children of the corn oh, oh yeah. yeah that movie scared me to death as a kid because i'm i could not imagine kids doing that to adults i let my kids watch it just to see what their reaction they laugh like this is boring i was like how is this boring <laughs> Because they've got desensitized because of all the effects mm. and stuff now. It was like The Shining. I think The Shining is... I liked The Shining, but it was way different than I thought it would be. It really wasn't scary. It was mm. a psychological... It, it was creepy it, it to was me. It was like eerie, but it was like something I enjoyed. Like sitting down. I was like relaxed all <laughs> no, watching it. No, no. The Dark Tower kind of made it really immune. Yeah. Mine was Poltergeist. Poltergeist was yeah. terrified me. That and um, The Grim... What's that movie? The first It scared me. Okay, what's the movie with the... The horse eats the kid. Brothers, Brothers, Brothers Grimm. Grimm. See, now I'm gonna I'm gonna just say that my wife is German and a lot of those fairy tales are by the Brother Grimm's. And so she actually told me the real story of Red Riding Hood. Now yeah. I'll, you have you heard it? You guys mm-hmm. tell me the story. What do you what is the story of Red Riding Hood? I heard no, the, the Japanese one. I There's a Japanese that. one too, but it was like quite similar to the original. It was just like I just know, I know like the end like of the wolf version. The wolf ate the little girl and mm-hmm. then they chopped him open. Yep, cut his stomach yeah. and grandma yeah, okay. on the rock. Yeah, that's yeah. what yeah. happens in Into the Woods. That's how I know that. Yeah, see, yeah. the American version is not that bad. Well, it's like, <laughs> no. Same thing with Cinderella. They, 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 they chopped off, off the stepsister's step toes. Like, yeah. yeah, the stepsister's toes. <laughs> yeah, which is, and then the crows peck out their eyes. Yeah, right. and they're blind. And Pinocchio hangs himself. <laughs> yeah, the, the, I tell my wife, I said, your, your culture is not a very nice culture. No. <laughs> or Pinocchio, you no, know? No, I mean, my name is Heidi Wiedrich, so I'm pretty German, too. We're all, th- um, we're pretty yeah. German. Do you speak German? No. Okay, but see, my wife, when she gets mad, she'll start speaking German. Really? Uh-huh. That's so cool. I took German in high school because I just love that culture. Heidi looks way more German than I do. I just. Yeah, I don't know what happened with that. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, look, I look a lot like my mom. I look like my dad when he was young, too. It's weird. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> see, now, if, if I said that about my sister. Oh, no, she always told me I was adopted. <laughs> oh, you're adopted. And then of course the old line we had it we had to tie a steak around your waist to get the dog to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do another song? Yeah, sure. All right. So I'm, what I'm gonna do is uh, I'm gonna plug mine. Oh, you yeah. want to do electric? Yeah. I got it behind there. Let's go. Um, as loud as that is, I could pr- probably just do. 
saw you cross the room and I walked up to you and told you I liked your shirt. We laughed and then we cried, said our goodbyes. Now I remember why I was alone. It all ends the same till it doesn't. But I was betting against the odds on you. Thought you ended the rain, but you're exactly the same. And I'm watching the clouds rolling in. But the worst part is starting all over again. was a waste of my time Writing sonnets and poems for a name that just didn't rhyme And now I remember why It all is the same until it doesn't But I was betting against the odds on you Thought you ended the rain, but you're exactly the same. And I'm watching the clouds rolling in. But the worst part is starting all over again. listen to you guys play so I was like okay now when I go back I'll have to go in and adjust because it's still it's the guitar is like so much louder than your voice yeah. I don't know if it's the microphone if it's the chord but at least I can when I go back I can like drop the volume of the guitar and mm. bring your volume up that's what I was worried about playing I don't want to overpower a little bit yeah no I can already hear yours it's because you got the this microphone is crap but it still picked it up okay I, think yeah, I was sure I didn't want to play it too loud I didn't want to overpower anybody else yeah so, That's how it usually works with the guitar. It's either really loud or really quiet, and there's no in between. That I know it's getting cold. If you want to close the garage, we'll... Sure. 
we'll, we'll keep it a little bit warmer in here. I know the temperature's dropping. It is dropping really oh, quickly. My and like I said, and it's on, my on the left. Fingers like freezing, cramping up. I was like, oh yeah, no. no! I was trying to get the the fast like. I was like, oh. <laughs> I did a. Uh, I'll wait till that goes down. But I'll tell you the story. <laughs> Why do I wish you were I did a uh, out in the gazebo is usually where I do the podcast before I started doing this. We'd go out there. Cold. Didn't matter if it's cold or not. We'd go outside in the gazebo. Uh, one of the local guys, Aaron Richard, came up. And it was like 18 degrees outside. Oh. We're literally sitting on our hands <laughs> doing the interview. Like, and he's trying to play guitar during his hands, like cramping up. I was like, that was when I decided to take my garage and split it in half and build a studio out of it. See, when I'm cold, I usually lick my hands. And I was thinking about it. I was like, I'm not going to lick my hands and then play your guitar. I don't want to do that to you. You lick your hands? I do. Because when it's cold, I lick my hands. and I like some people don't like sweaty hands when they're playing guitar. I love it. It gets that. It, it's a nice tone. It makes helps you play faster, and plus, it it makes you feel like when the sweat's in the guitar. That sounds terrible, but it makes you feel like you're more in one with the instrument because your sweat is now in the wood of the instrument. That sounds terrible. Till you get but, electrocuted and because you sweat too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, if I get electrocuted, it's me and the guitar talking. I don't know. My guitar made me gently weep. Uh, so good. I love that song. I, the first time I. The song I really like when they did that, we talked about the Beatles, but I like when Tom Petty and Prince and all oh, those yes. you heard. Oh, oh. I knew Prince was good. I did not realize how good Prince really that, was. So, that, that performance changed my life. When I, when I heard that, it was like I first started playing guitar, and I heard that performance, and I was like, holy crap. And I was like, I want to be that good. Mm-hmm. That was my goal, because I think Prince is an underrated guitarist, because he's not just a guitarist. He's an, a great musician, so right. he kind of gets overshadowed by that. Because Hendrix is also a great musician, but... Everyone knows him as a guitarist, so he's known as the greatest guitarist of all time, even though he isn't. <gasps> he's not the greatest guitarist. Scandal. Of all time. Yeah. My favorite guitarists are Santana and Clapton. Santana and Clapton. That's, that's, that's a good that's a good band. I, I love I love those guys. I mean, but you got you start talking about guitar. There's so many because it's different style. There's Hendrix no style, was yeah. awesome. There's no denying. Oh, he was he changed everything. Right. But, Kravitz is good. Yeah. I i just I always prefer the more melodic stuff. I like Chet Atkins. I think Chet Atkins is I think he's not put up there enough because Chet Atkins is one of the greatest guitarists of all time. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. I think now you look at Brad Paisley. He's Brad, a, oh, yes. an amazing so guitarist. Good. There was a time where I was trying to learn like just Brad Paisley licks, and I was like, holy crap, this is really <laughs> difficult. <laughs> he did a, there was a YouTube video of him, I guess, and his drummer, and they were going back and forth playing songs. Oh, was, yeah. And that was so cool. You when see his hopper teacher? You know, Brad yes. Paisley Cover. went to school to be a songwriter. Really? Yep. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be the face of it all or anything like that. And he's, he's just so talented that I guess it just happened he's a very distinct style too but like stapleton i mean he, he wrote so many right. people's songs and everybody in nashville knew how good he was it took him forever to get there but he had like the uh the steel drivers and he did his stuff and i mean he he writes for a lot of people I mean, he wrote a lot for uh george Strait. george Strait, too. Yeah. george Strait didn't really write a lot of his songs as but much as i love, love him, him but he didn't he's great dean dylan wrote a lot for yeah george Strait too and I, and I found that out there's a gentleman here who's been on the show um name is don ferris he's out of arkansas and he's doing a he did a cover CD, right, or album, and he had one of his originals, but he did a lot of Dean Dillon and a lot of old-time country music, and he brought it brought it back. Mm. Now, anybody knows me, I'm not a big guy on covers. I just don't like covers unless you do them your way. Yeah, I'm not a fan of covers either. Because I can never play it that way. There's no mm-hmm. sense of me even trying. Like, I'll do a Prince cover, but I'm not going to do it like Prince. Oh, yeah, exactly. I do when Doves Cry. I'd well, much rather do a gig full of original songs. Mm-hmm. 
I love, I also have my original songs memorized and they're like ingrained in my brain. So I usually don't mess up. I messed up in one of our songs today, but I usually don't. <laughs> um, but with covers, they always slip my brain. I have 30 songs, but I have them all memorized. Mm -hmm. So I would much rather do yeah, that. I get but that, people yeah. don't want to hear just original a lot of the time, especially when you're doing like gigs where people just want to sing along or they yeah. want background music. So now I've been given my guests challenges and I'll give you guys a challenge if you want it. Okay. Uh, take a cover and make it your own. Cause like I said, like I said, I'll do when doves cry. I do it my way. That's the only time I do a cover. That's or, a great song. Um, and I'm always made a game out of it. Like I, I'm going to play it at a bar. I'm like, if you can get, if you can tell me the song before I get to the hook, I'll buy you mm. beer. If not, you buy me one. Yeah. Most people can't guess it because it's such the way I do it. I slow everything down. Like I do mother from Danzig and I mm. slow it down. <laughs> Dad knows. <laughs> <laughs> and I slowed it down and the band is now working on Paul Abdul straight up. No. And we turned it very, very bluesy. So uh, it is fun when you hear a cover, but you don't recognize it at first. And then you're like, oh my gosh, it's this song. That's, that's fun when it, you make it your own. Well, it's like most people can't recognize. It's like that Eric Clapton uh, performance of the Lele does the acoustic guitar. When he first starts playing, there's one person in the audience who goes, woo, like they know what's going on. Uh, they don't know it's Layla. There's no way. Have you heard Charlie Daniels version? He did I have not. He did it with a fiddle. <gasps> oh, that's cool. I love the uh, fiddle. Have you heard Dad? Have you heard Charlie Daniels version? Um, I'll play that for you at, at the end. I'll let you guys hear that because he, because Charlie Daniels was is probably one of the best fiddle players of oh, all time. Doubt. I watched him and he does it every time he played in Georgia. He'd end with Dove and went down to Georgia, and he would play so fast those strings start smoking till they just start popping. Goodness, you know, he was every time he did it. That's why he saved it for at the end of the night. But he would every time he played, he would get that thing just smoking. He played so fast. We had a friend who knew him, who was neighbors with him a long time ago. Yeah, but. <laughs> Before he got big, yeah, it was uh, he was showing him a lot of it. He was, uh, he said he was there when Dell went down to Georgia. Yeah, so he moved. Long haired country the, boy, and yeah. yep, still in Saigon. I, I could kill one. I love Charlie. That that was one of my influences was Charlie Daniels, mm. Hank Jr. The Eagles. Mm. I love Gary Allen's sad music. I love the way George Strait would sing. I like John Anderson a lot. Who recently I listened to a lot. He's of him. really yeah. yeah, really good. But I was listening to one of his songs that I really liked, uh, When It Comes to You. Mm -hmm. and I was like, man, this song sounds a lot like Dire Straits. I'm back to that. So I looked it up, and Mark Knopfler wrote that song, <laughs> which makes sense, I guess. I have a very distinct taste, I guess. <laughs> well, that's that's as a musician. Like my, yeah. my guitarist, Jane, the guy who moved to Texas, he, he could sit there, and he would the same thing. He'd play Toto, or he'd do some yeah. Ozzy Osbourne crazy train. I'm like, dude, I can't sing that. What are you doing? <laughs> I was like, go ahead and play it, but you're going to get them all excited, and then I'm going to have to start singing, and they can completely ruin it. It's like, no. <laughs> now, okay, so I'm going to think of a song. Like, do you guys have a, what's your preference? Do you do any covers right now? Yeah. Yeah. What what songs do you kind of do you cover? So I know to go opposite. Okay. The Night by Morgan Wade. Okay, so you stay country, right? Yeah, pretty okay. much. What We do Peter Pumpkinhead. Peter Pumpkinhead, by the way, yeah. By, who's that by? Crash Test Dummies. Crash Test Dummies, yeah. Yeah, we do the version like the Crash Test Dummies, but then it's also like a little bit our version. But I, I, I've, I've already got it now. I got the song that you guys <laughs> I want you to work on, and it's not mm mm mm. It's not the Crash Test. <laughs> <laughs> I want you guys to, and you can do it whenever you want. Just whenever you get a chance, write it, sing it to me, send me the video. I'll pop it up here on my TikTok and Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, Green Day, <gasps> Boulevard <gasps> of Broken Dreams. Uh, yes, I love Green Day. I think I'm you guys could do it. Your stuff. 
My siblings are all like, no Green Day. I love Green Day. No, 21 Guns is Day. a great song. That is really, yes. Uh, I, Green Day is all right. I'm not I a love guy. Green Day. I'm so glad we agree on this. Yes. <laughs> Boulevard of Broken. I think you guys could twist it to make it country. Yes, I think Boulevard so too. Of, because it, it's, a, it's a ballad in its own right, but mm-hmm. it's, it's Green Day. So we go mess with timing and do whatever. Yeah. And I said, I'll slow it down or do it however you want to do it. To mess. That's the one I give Challenge you guys. accepted. All right. I'm excited. <laughs> I gave one the, the when I first started this. There's a lady from South Georgia. Her name is Ashton Smith. She's in the Georgia versus Alabama thing, uh, and she's did TikTok by Kesha, and she made it country. Oh wow! And I'm like, that's so. She did such a good job. I'm like, that is really good. So I I put it on there and I tagged her. And my wife said she should record that and play it because the one good thing about doing covers is you can get them into sync a lot easier because you're cheaper than the original artist. Mm. So that's why a lot of that's people true. do covers. Like a local Kurt Lee Wheeler, he does Rebel Yell. Have you heard him? You've heard Kurt? You ever heard Kurt? Uh, maybe. Okay. I'm not familiar with the You will. Being, and being in Georgia, you'll, you'll eventually hear him. He's a local guy, and he plays a lot. I think that's Mad Life Rebel song, too. Rebel Yell, that's a great song. And the way he did it, it made it sound so good. Ugh. Like Winona did a version of Freebird that I love. Because everybody says, do Freebird. You know, you get yelled Freebird all the time. Oh, or Tennessee Lord. Whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I bet. <laughs> Tennessee Whiskey. That's a good song. So played, though. So now, I realized, did you know he took the melody from a different song? I heard that from somewhere. I've, I've heard a song, and I was like, that sounds a lot like Tennessee Whiskey. Etta James, I'd Rather Go Blind. I'd Rather Go Blind. And I didn't realize. Somebody told me that, and so I put it in. I'm looking. Have you ever heard it? I. Uh, somebody told me that. I um, And I searched it up, but I don't I haven't heard it in a long time. Let's see. You know, I've got some music here. Let me turn on my uh, Bluetooth. <laughs> and I'm going to turn on that real quick. Tennessee whiskey is so smooth. I drink it all the time. I'm kidding. I'm 18 years old. Capri Sun is awesome, right? It's as smooth as a Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun is not smooth. Actually, it's caught in your throat quite a bit. Ew. You know what I'm talking about? What? Yeah, I do though. Like it's like after you drink it, you're like, now there's this thing in my throat. I can't get rid of it. <laughs> that's I, that's a universal experience. Yes. Good to know. So this is. <laughs> tell me what song this is. That's Tennessee whiskey. That's Tennessee whiskey. What's that organ? Ed James, I'd rather go blind. <laughs> Just like it, right? He took that melody and turned it, you know, the song, the David Anako song, and put it into that. And Stapleton, so of course he, he kills it. It's blues. Yeah. I mean, he's, oh, that a, man can sing anything. My worst fear is to accidentally song, like copy someone else's song. You can't I wrote, help it sometimes. Yeah, I wrote one, and I was so excited. About it. I was like, "Yes!" I showed my sister, and she's like, "That's dancing with myself." You know, dancing with myself. Yeah. Oh, it's a countryfied version of that song. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good big, song though, too. It's, a, it's a great song. I like that song. That song yesterday. It was a bummer. Well, see, you you can't. There's there's not a melody or a chord progression that hasn't been put together. Right. So it's people will hear, it. and that's why a lot of times you get compared to somebody because mm-hmm. oh, you sound like this. You know, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. If yeah. you didn't do it, it's not it's like you intentionally went and took the chord progression and the melody and like, let's rewrite a song. Right. It's like George Harrison. George Harrison got caught in a lot of controversies about no, stealing Taylor songs. Taylor Swift, too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's, it's their melody and stuff mm-hmm. that they do. I mean, when I first started learning guitar, I would take the chord progressions from these songs, the Eagles, any Eagles song, and I'd write my own song. So I don't know about the melody. I wouldn't even worry about the melody, but yeah. I took the chord progression because you talk mm-hmm. about theory. I don't know anything about theory. They do. So I'll just take their chord progressions. <laughs> I ain't got to worry about it. That's fair. My favorite thing to do is when I learn a new chord, like um, the chord I use, there's a chord I use in Cowboy that Casey Musgrave used in um, Casey Musgrave's. She, what song was it? I can't remember what song, but it's a, a B7 shape. It, it, is, it is a weird chord. Yeah, it, yeah it's a weird chord, chord. But that like helped me write cowboy and so every time i learn a new chord i feel like i'm inspired to write like a whole song around this chord that's why i keep telling her to learn more chords (laughs) 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 three chord songs that's that's my thing i I like i love theory i think it's so cool i think it's the coolest thing but i get how some people don't like it i'm I'm very much i love to learn so when i learn something new in theory it's like wow that's like i love making connections light bulb moments I love it when I do something. He's like, "Wow, I like you did that." Like you, and he goes into the scientific stuff, and I was like, "I don't." It sounds pretty to me. Yeah, See, it just comes highly naturally. <laughs> I have to, nice. I have to like study a book to get what she has. See, I have the same way. If I hear, yeah. "Oh, that sounds pretty," I'll just use it. Yeah, yeah. right. And then and they're like, "Well, that doesn't usually go with this," and I'm like, "What? What do you mean?" I'm like that's not it in does. the key. But you know what? It's it, it, it's a two five, so it's fine. <laughs> See, my my problem has always been timing because I, when you write your own songs, yes. you, oh, just, yeah. you know, it's oh my goodness, you don't think about timing. And I can't listen to a click track. It oh, will no. literally just start giving me like the shakes. And I was like, yes. I'll start twitching. Thank you. I Heidi has that click. same issue. It's frustrating because <laughs> oh. I'm trying to like write like a solo or something. And then she speeds it up. And I'm like, I can't play that fast. Well, like I have, when I was working with um, Jason Deere, he's a national producer, really cool guy. Uh-huh. He um, was helping me out. He still helps me out um, with learning about the business and everything. He told me that my tempo changes throughout the song. Like the chorus is a different tempo than the verse, and then mm. the bridge is a different tempo. So I really had to work on that and <laughs> fix some things. And I'm still working on it. I've gotten better though. No, she's you gotten say? much better. Yeah, I've no, gotten I, better. I'm I'm definitely not good at it either. I have to. I practice it all the time. Being in like, I just put a metronome on and just sit in my room and play the same note over and over again just trying to get it right see three four time will throw me for a loop yeah mm-hmm. and i just found out recently that nothing else matters is three four mm-hmm. i didn't know that i was listening to it and i was listening to a, a christmas version i was like that's three four i could hear it i couldn't hear it through all the production with metallica because I, I i just account and stuff and i wrote a song called pretty in the dark and i think it's probably like a 8 12 12 8 whatever yeah some of the weird and, yeah. and i'm like we're trying to figure out the drum beat it's like there's no drum beat that we can figure that goes with it because of the timing. I mm-hmm. wrote it so weird that it fits when you play it live, but to try to put a drum track or a drum beat with it, it's mm-hmm. like, well, you really got to know what you're doing. Yeah. 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 I, the click track is just the worst and I have to get used to it, mm-hmm. but it is, I agree that it is hard. It gets lost and then all of a sudden you're like going on your own and there's a click in the background that's totally not with what you're doing. Right. See, That's now, the there's a program I got that you say that is Easy Drummer. I use that to help me with timing because if I hear a drum beat, I can keep yeah, up with it. Right, drum. exactly. Can, the, the metronome or the click track, it's like... It's so robotic, you can't right. feel it, right. you know? It sounds the same. There's no, there's no feel. There's nothing that tells you that it's changing. Right. It's just like... I think it's easier to keep time when you're, like, playing... Oh, sorry. I can't do that. But I was... I was over the summer. I was looking at a lot of like finger style, like Chadkins type stuff, where he keeps like the ba- he does the bass line with his thumb. Mm-hmm. So boom, 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 boom. Like while well, doing that, it's much easier to keep time because your thumb is doing it for you. Right. You don't have to think about it because your thumb is already doing it. If you if you discipline yourself enough, but I when I'm not doing that, no, no way at all. That's a country trick that they do. Yeah. Boom. Dun, oh, it's dun, beautiful. Dun, dun, I think yeah. it's the coolest thing. 
there's a, a video of me out on YouTube somewhere. Don't look it up, but it's funny. Uh, I'm singing Breakaway, and I'm like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And it is so funny. Watched it recently. She changes and keys, I change key. I'm like speeding it up. I'm like going over the words. I don't even know the words, so I'm just like singing whatever I think it is. So <laughs> she's done with the verse, takes a breath, and she sings, and it's a completely different key. Yeah, I go in different keys. Like it's bad, but it's really funny now. My really struggled. My brother Dawson is a drummer, mm-hmm. so he's really good with rhythm. He's always been like it's always just been an innate thing that he has that I wish I had. Mm-hmm. But I'll be playing like when I lived with them, I'll be playing the guitar, and he'll walk in and he'll start tapping his leg like you're going all over the place <laughs> it drove me crazy but I, it, he's trying to help and i get it and he's helping me but i'm stubborn sometimes yeah. and i'm like i want to play it my way but you can't do that you have to have a rhythm yep and that's just the worst part for me it's when i was there that i brought um nathan he was, he's 13 year old kid too he was he played the cajon when i came and he's got like he's like perfect pitch and he's like a just crazy talented you know he just naturally get it just what they call it the savant of music you yeah, know like prodigy yeah so what i i had him come and sit in with a band let him play and what he had to learn was because he's like all over the place he was like thousands of fields was like simple just keep it simple keep rhythm and he'd learn and he did that and i mean he he did a great job up there mm. playing and i'm like i can't keep rhythm but if hit with him i could follow him right there was like one part where he kind of messed up but you know that's the first time he played with us so i had to bring it back to where it is and that goes with playing and and being familiar with a person and playing with them all yeah. the time mm-hmm. that's why me and Heidi think we go well together uh, it's because you i've heard her my entire life so a lot of my like i think Heidi, like i was saying Heidi has a great melodic sense that really helps my guitar when i have a melody to go off of mm-hmm. just to go with because she could sing something and then i play on a guitar i'm like hey that's not bad I'm he use can that. hear something and play it pretty darn easily yeah I, I, that's that's talent too. it is talent he thinks oh i study really hard it's like no that i, I do, don't think I that comes really naturally hard. to some people though <clears throat> the like can you play this and i'll hum it for him and he'll be like and he'll play it for me so that's cool yeah yeah it is <laughs> <laughs> it's useful it is right useful. i like just to listen to stuff and play it from there i it's, think it's the it's best sad, way to though because when i play like with other guitars other guitars amazing right but we know each other so well so i'll be like hey can you play this and i'll hum it for them and they're like no, what can you, you give yeah. me like? <laughs> well, my style is different because I'm not a shredder. I don't, I don't, I don't play like the like the heavy metal, like fast stuff. I'm not really a fast guitarist. I can play fast, but it's more just about. I think it's more about serving the song. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of guitarists they forget that and they prefer to like to show off. Oh yeah, you and can tell. It works. Yeah, exactly. Though. It works, but not for this type of music. Right. Country guitarists they can do it. Like Brad Paisley can show off, but he doesn't melodically, and that's a really rare skill. Rare, rare skill. And even Halen can do it. Because a lot of his stuff was serving the song perfectly. Like the the jump solo is very short, but it is a perfect solo. Right. I just think a lot of guitarists they forget that it's not about the guitar. Oh no, and I've been yeah. in concerts or watched like the especially like the like local guys that are getting started playing. I remember I don't remember the guy's name now, but they were playing, band was good and they got his solo. And he stood forward, started playing, and I he probably went for twenty four bars. I'm like You see, um there's like uh, you need a Back up a little bit, dude. <laughs> well, less is more because if you play, I'd rather play a 30 second, well thought out, good solo that mm-hmm. has a lot of feel than like a 20 minute, really fast one that's really cool because over time, you get to the point where it's just like everyone's bored of it mm-hmm. and then nobody's thinking about it anymore. But if you play enough to where, I mean, I said this to Heidi, a good guitar solo is one you can hum in your head. If it's too fast to hum in your head, it's I don't see it as a good guitar solo. There are good ones when it's like for hyping you up, but if you want a good song, it's a, a catchy melody. Mm-hmm. That's what sells. I would agree with that 100%. All 
Um, let's get another song. Get you guys one more song. I know uh, you guys probably want to get some dinner and stuff too. We'll get long winded. Keep going. <laughs> so let's get one more song. Uh, you want to do what song you want to do? Are you cool with cowboy? Sure. I don't really usually play with cowboy. I wasn't on the recording, but I can figure it out. Yeah, that's the one that's out. Um, yeah. Okay. I wasn't. I wasn't on this recording. She was at school. Okay. This song is called Cowboy. I wrote it during COVID. Um, inspired by the song Sweet Baby James by James Taylor. I love James Taylor. Um, I wrote it for Brigham to sing. Yes. <laughs> but then I kind of took it for my I really, really like singing this one. Um, and Brigham does a really good job on the guitar. It's actually out right now on all streaming platforms. Uh, Jason Deere uh, produced it at Southern Virginia University. Heidi Wiedrich, H-E-I-D-I, W-I-E-D-W-I-E, D-R-I-C-H. Yeah, um, I, I really do like this one. It's hard to like your own stuff a lot of the time, you know. you got to be really proud of it in order to sing it. Um, but this is one that I actually am really proud of. It's something that I would listen to if it wasn't mine. And that's not me being cocky. I just really enjoy it, and I'm proud of it. So, yep, it's Cowboy. <laughs> I'm making me wish I had you by my side And if you had three Would you wish for me? Or would you wish for someone to put their heart out on their sleeve? Well, I'm a cowboy And we don't need nobody so I'm laughing at myself, thinking of somebody else, when clearly I'm a cowboy, and if I wanted somebody, I would have to leave this life, kiss on ranger's week goodbye, baby. Pretty sunrise And I'm falling behind I distract myself With the tune of a nursery rhyme And it wasn't right To push you aside But cowboys can't be tied down By a smile and I love you I'm a cowboy And we don't need nobody So I'm laughing at myself Thinking of somebody else When clearly I'm a cowboy And if I wanted somebody I would have to leave this life Kiss on Ranger's Week goodbye, baby
telling you, boy, you dodged a bullet with me. It's done, it's done. I'll never be the one. Cause I'm a cowboy and I don't need nobody. So I'm laughing at myself, thinking I'm somebody else. When clearly, oh, I'm a cowboy. And if I wanted somebody, I would have to leave this life. Kiss Lone Ranger, sweet goodbye, baby. That is a really good song. Thank you. I like to I sing I wrote it, it all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> That's one I wrote in like 30 minutes. You know, there's ones that take days and days. That was one that just kind of wrote itself, really. Right. Yes, come over microphone so everybody can hear you. It's a great song. It's your proud dad. Come on, dad. So Heidi wanted to write a song for Biggs. And uh, she'd been talking about it all morning, and she disappeared. She goes, I'm going to go write a song. She disappeared for 30 minutes. We went to a restaurant. No, this is different. No, we, no, we went to a restaurant. We went to the Shave Duck. <laughs> and we came back, and she wrote three songs. And they, went to a, they went to a restaurant called the Shave Duck. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, it, it was like 30 minutes. It came, she came back in, and she goes, I got, why don't you guys listen to something? And uh, so we listened to all her songs, which mm-hmm. she does. And, uh, and we love her songs. But this one really touched a chord. Um, it was chill bumps because I don't think she realizes what she has sometimes, and it's something I can't do. Right. You know. And uh, but when you can sit down and write something that heartfelt, and just uh, we just knew she had something pretty cool. So, anyways, that's our that's my cowboy story, proud, proud dad moment. Brad's when you know dad. that uh, you're the least favorite child. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the least talented, the least. Uh, you know. Oh, you got a you got a C. Good job. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. I've high as a sister, and that's worth being in the shadow of a way more talented stop. sibling. Thank you, but also stop. I could tell that you're uh, a guitarist because you're over there and you're making the guitar face yeah. as you're as you're oh, bending yeah. the chords. <laughs> that's yeah. what I wish I had a video yeah. camera. <laughs> I'm a. When he's listening, he does the same thing. He's listening to something, he goes, oh, and he makes like the squinting guitar uh, face. Oh, especially with Jeff Healy. Jeff Healy's my man. That, that, if I want my face to be sore after a song, I listen to Jeff Healy's Hoochie Coochie Man. <laughs> oh, uh, yes. <laughs> now, when you're playing your guitar, do you step forward when Me? you're playing your solos? Uh, no. I, I, hides. I need to get better what? at stage presence because like playing in my, I'm a, my room, I'm much better than I am in front of people. I get nervous. I need to get better at the thing is, that. though, he's an extrovert. He's way more of an extrovert than I am. So it's interesting how we kind of switch roles when we're on stage. Mm-hmm. I'm, you... like, all about it, and he's more nervous, and that's so different from us in real life. Yeah, just get some drugs in me, and I'll be fine. No. <laughs> I'm <laughs> kidding. Please. I'm kidding. It's a joke. Um, but, yeah, I, I do need to get Flintstone better. vitamins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just give me time. I'll, I'll get better. I'm still young. Yep. Well, it's, a, it's just a skill. I mean, Yeah, exactly. Just... I need, get, need to do it more. Because I bet you play with the eyes closed, don't you? Yeah, a lot uh, to the time. So, so just 
Step forward, just don't step off the stage. Eyes yeah. still closed. <laughs> just take that step forward. It's like Dave Grohl. He said that video. <laughs> I, I tell that with when James. I was like, just step, I, what I try to do as a singer is I'll back away. It's like when he when this, I know the solo's coming, I'll back away. One is it helps the guys know we're at in the song. Yeah. But sure. it also it gives them to the, kind of the spotlight because I want to write a song in the spotlight all the artists so like i'll write a song uh like let it burn is for the bassist that's his time to shine mm -hmm. you know and then but the guitar solos and then i haven't got one for a drum solo i haven't figured out how to do it in the air tonight kind of song yet mm. uh for patrick the drummer but i'm, I'm working on it the drum is an underused instrument so yeah, well, we cool. haven't we haven't played live very many places like w farmers markets we did a lot um but we are going to play at mad life the um undiscovered artists thing in january okay January 17th? 17th, 14th, and then February 14th. No, it's January 17th, January. Right? Yeah. 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 So I think Day. we're gonna definitely work on that to get Brigham to, to shine. Well, cause I'm when I'm at my house, I just jump around like I'm crazy. You can jump around on stage. People oh, love yeah. that. People love to watch people having fun. Oh yeah. And it, like you can look like an guitar. idiot, but they're gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm glad they brought that back. Is it doing? Because he mentioned something about bands before. Is it just a songwriter kind of thing they're doing? Undiscovered artists. Is um, so the January 17th one is like just going to be like me and Biggs. It's like a smaller. Okay. But then January, February 14th, it's a whole band thing. Okay. We've got a whole band together. We haven't practiced. Yeah, it is. It's um okay. songwriters and I think mu just musicians. I'm not really sure exactly. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because we're going to do, I know the the band was trying, I told Greg that for the band, I'd, I'd do it, just let me know when. And I think they they used to have it before COVID hit, and it was a big thing. They'd have everybody come in, they play, and then they'd like, they vote and they do all that stuff. But it was always just kind of fun. Mm -hmm. uh, and then they had bands. And at the time, we had three people. So I was like, hey, we're really not a band, so we're kind of songwriters. And mm -hmm. But I like that stuff, and I'm glad that the community can do it. We're so excited. That's such a cool spot. We went to a concert there, and mm -hmm. I was like, we're going to play here? That's yeah. so cool. They're one, cool people, too. One of my favorite places to play, uh, Mad Life is up there, it's good, is the Red Clay in Duluth. Uh, Eddie from, like, Eddie's Attic runs it. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, a you get your own dressing room and stuff. You go downstairs, <gasps> really? and you wait, cool. and they got all the TV. Like, this is really cool. If I got my own dressing room, I'm drinking That's beer, really and cool. hanging out. <laughs> That's, I like that place. Because I, I played, <laughs> we played at Two Birds one time, and the stage, I literally, is like, big enough for three big guys and how do i know this because we're all three big guys and we're standing there and i mean you literally cannot move like you guys are sitting here side by side right and you're playing you want to hit each other it's the same thing on stage like i got my guitar and you got the singer and then you got the bassist and we're all pointing at each other it's like okay nobody move yeah switch sides <laughs> a little move bit a that's the one thing i like heidi being on the i don't know why we sell like this we do this every time we mm -hmm. perform anywhere i like heidi being the left to the left of me because sometimes we're playing a song that i don't know mm -hmm. and she just wants me to improv so I'm just looking. I have to look at her. But if she's doing this, then she's playing that way, and I can't see what she's doing. Yeah. The tension rises when we're doing that, and he can't see me, and I'm no, like, I'm, I'm playing, trying, I'm and like, he's <laughs> like getting frustrated. <laughs> I can't. I don't even know what chord this is. That's when you start playing. Turn around. That's because I have so much faith in you, Biggs. I do. I have, like Brun gets frustrated. He's like, you can do it. You're fine. And he's like, actually, no. I need to rehearse. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I like rehearse stuff too. Uh, I, I'm a perfectionist when it comes to most things. So if like I'm not completely prepared, like I didn't feel completely prepared for tonight, I wanted to do my best, but I feel like it was. You did a good job. Yeah, you did yeah. good. I mean, we we got it working however we needed to do. Like I said, the it's I want when the studio is done, I'll have my desk sitting right there, and you guys be on the other side of it. Cool. And then I have the idea is like maybe plugging stuff in a wall. So all you got to do oh, is just cool. plug from the wall. That's and really then cool. It's a cool place. I like. That. And then you'll you'll be set. 
it, it feels comfortable this way, right? The way it yeah. is right now. Well, good. I like that. Next time it'll be warmer, hopefully. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's about to get really cold. And I mean, it's insulated. Like you'll, when you step out in there, you'll feel the difference. And then when you step outside and cold, mm. it's, it's going to be even different. I turned this heater on, but it probably melt my, my strings. <laughs> yeah. So I, we're, that's, that's pretty much what we do. Uh, we got a little, one more little set we'll do for everything. But tell everybody where they can find you guys at. Okay, so... <laughs> here comes the spelling of the name. Go ahead. All right, here we are. Um, so on Instagram, I'm Heidi Wiedrich, H-E-I-D-I-W-I-E-D-R-I-C-H. That's where I'll be posting updates on songs and things and, um, you know, little clips of me and Brigham playing. Uh, do you want to use your Instagram? I'll give the ladies my Snapchat. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> G-string bender. <laughs> do you want to put yours out there? My Instagram? Yeah. I don't post any on Instagram. I post it with Heidi. Okay. We we have an account Heidi and Biggs on there as well on Instagram. We haven't used it in a while. No, I just we just use Heidi. I just Hi, use Heidi mine. has more followers. And yeah, it just makes more sense that way. But um, you can find on Spotify and Apple Music right now. It's under Heidi Wiedrich, H E I D I W I E D R C H. Again, um, on YouTube as well, you can find Cowboy anywhere. YouTube Red, all of those things. Spotify. And there's about music. to be more songs on there. Five more songs that we're recording. So exciting. Um, Outlaw is gonna be one of them, which is the sister song to Cowboy. Let me go. Are we relaunching them all right now? Or not oh, yeah. Let me go is a duet that we do. Let me go is another song by uh, Danielle, who's yes. a really good artist here. But um, is it say, are you you're covering? Or is it your own version? It's it's um uh, another okay. it was the first song, song called Let Me together. Go. Yeah, it's an argument, and it's really cool because it's overlapping, and she's saying something, he's saying something else, but it like kind of goes together. Oh, cool. It weaves cool. together. I like it. Yeah. yeah, what you guys do, we do here too. Like so, we do the interviews like we like this, but we also do album reviews. And what those are is it's not your typical album review. I don't critique it. I will never critique it. That's not the point. The point is you tell me stories. We listen to the songs. That's how it works. That's cool. Mm. I like that. That is really cool. And we'll have conversation. We always do because we'll get sidetracked. Like you tell me, oh, yeah, it's about this dog. It's like, oh, yeah, let me tell you. And then remind <laughs> me of a story. That's how it always works. Yeah, we talked about video way. games there for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, video games, wrestling. It gets into anything. And that's, mm. that's, that's cool. I like it. That's when you have a conversation. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to I like to make it feel a conversation. Yeah, I can yeah. get you in here and we can talk about your music and yeah. and this it can be lined up. Thirty minutes later, it's over. This we've been talking for I don't know hour and a half or whatever almost two hours. Oh lord, that, so that, it it, it goes by fast. Yeah. yeah, it does. It's fun. It's been it's been really fun. Thank you for having us. Well, thank you guys it's for so for coming up. I'm glad I got to meet you. Like I said, when you played Cowboy, you like you said it's like it's almost not fair. Oh, it isn't fair. That's what yeah. my <laughs> wife says. It's not fair. She just gets up there and like. Does it? So, like I say, so I'm the youngest of five, and she's on for me. I think all the rest of the talent was put in her. They just gave me a little leftovers. Stop. Me afterwards. No. no. She's she's something special. That's I, why no. I feel the lucky. company you. you have that that's great. You need thank that you, because you. it sounds like she's good. She can play, and it sounds solid. That makes it stand even better. Mm-hmm. And and then like I said, that's what my my guy take my bass out with me. So that way, one he helps me stay in time, <laughs> and it gives and it and it makes me more comfortable because I'm there with somebody. Right, else. exactly. That's it for and me too. Like, it makes me feel lucky to have an older sister who lets me be a part of it because I love music so much and it's just a thanks, Biggs. You know, I like being a team. Yeah. <laughs> Dad fun. told me to be nice to her on this interview, so and you did you be nice to each other. <laughs> You're the baby brother, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for for coming onto the show. Now we're not quite done, but we're done with the music part, so. Mm-hmm. Now we get into, if you listen to the podcast, there's always a few questions I always ask right. to, to get you guys learn a little bit more about Biggs and Heidi. Okay. All right. So we know you guys can play music. What's a hidden talent, though? Oh, man. Oh, I have one. Okay, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cold. 
That's just a whistle thing. That he's doing with his hands. He didn't have a whistle, people. <laughs> I don't you know. You do the knuckle thing. What knuckle thing? Oh, that's not a talent. Oh, I can do that. Yeah, oh, see, oh, we cool. all can do it. It's not cool. Well, it is cool. I, I um, did it because I broke, I got mad and hit a wall and the wall won. <laughs> see, it's a, I don't know, it's so satisfying. I don't but know. But also I can. I like to paint. That could be my hidden talent. I don't know if I'm good at it, but. Whoa. Does that hurt? <laughs> that could be your click track. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's why I give me heebie jeebies every time. <laughs> Just reminds you of your hand. <laughs> you said you could paint? Yeah, I like to paint. Okay. I, I don't have like much, I haven't been taught much about it. I just really enjoy painting. I was, I was really into art when I was younger, so I like to still dabble and crafts and stuff. I, I could never paint. I, I remember when I was in high school, I've said this before on the podcast, is when I was in high school, we had to take art. That was part of the curriculum, really? right? So I take this painting, it's dust, it's like a cactus and it's moon, and I think it's really cool. I like, like chalked over it and everything. And the art teacher says, Jesse, you don't need to be ever doing art. You don't need to draw, don't need to be in a second. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> never do art it's again. A, it's oh. a paint in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good one. I have a good oh. one. I can do sometimes a Shakira impression. Okay, let's hear it. I don't. Oh no! You 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 mentioned it. You got to do it. Do your Shaggy. No, I can't do that one right now. <laughs> shaggy um, from Scooby or Shaggy like Mr. Bombastic Shaggy? Oh, shaggy What's about Scooby. okay? <laughs> is it Cher? That's another one that I can. Okay, I can do that one better. Okay. Let's see if I can do it. <clears throat> do you believe in love after love? <laughs> it can be better, but I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I can do. You did yours. I can do mine. My okay, mom go used for to it. make me do karaoke. It's not Cher though, by the way. It's Elvis. I used to do Elvis oh. as a kid. Oh, we show in Atlanta cotton. Old times are not forgotten. Look away, look away, look away, Dixieland. Well, that's, that's much better I than my share I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Love Elvis. Actually, where's my phone? He's on my phone case. Elvis is the man. Nice. That I'll, that we can agree on. Yeah. <laughs> I lost them at Beatles and Stones, but Elvis we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I um you guys are still young, so where do you see yourself in like five years? Okay. I want to be in Nashville. Okay. I want I love would love to be able to perform my own songs. But either way, if I'm a songwriter, that'd be awesome. I'd love to be working with Bergham still and us just writing songs, performing them, selling whatever it is, just making like making a living off of that would be amazing. Yes. I don't know how long that's gonna take. But I want to be doing it no matter what. Okay. So, yeah, five years, hopefully we're still doing it, but just on a higher level, I think. <laughs> right. Mailbox money. What about you, Briggs? Uh, I, thought this, I thought this quite a bit. I don't really care where I am. I just want to be um, the best guitarist I can be in five years. That's what I've thought about quite a bit because I don't okay. really care what I'm doing or like where I'm at, but as long as I'm still playing guitar and just continually getting better. Okay. If they were to do a story of your guys' lives, now you can do separate people or you can do it together, who would play you guys in that movie? Probably Jennifer Aniston for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think she'd really get my character down. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know idea. Um, thinking like, I've been told that me and Reese Witherspoon share some similar characteristics. I can see that. There's also the girl, um, she was in Little Women. She played Joe. 
I've I, never seen Little Woman. I, oh, I've Florence never Pugh. seen a movie. Uh, well, Florence Pugh. I don't know if she'd play me though. I love Florence Pugh, but it's that she played Florence Pugh Pugh. <laughs> <laughs> she played Joe in Little Woman. I've been told a lot that she, I look like her, and I relate to her character a lot in that movie. So I guess okay. she could probably maybe play me. <laughs> yeah, I'm a guy. I've never seen that movie. Dad, have you seen that movie? <laughs> little woman i've got i've got a daughter but she hasn't made me watch that one yet it's a great movie yeah. what little woman luckily yeah, she's into wrestling movie. so yeah. I, she wants to be a wrestler i, I got her I, I taught her i, I duke her away from that <laughs> nicholas cage should play me i think that'd be cool he's too old now you said reese witherspoon oh you're right <laughs> <laughs> if we could age down nicholas cage I love Nick they got that CGI stuff. They can. Age oh yeah, yeah. Look at uh, Michael Douglas when they did Ant Man, and oh yeah, I was like some of it's very obvious. That's like mm. technology is creepy. Honestly, it's mm. like freaks me out. Honestly, I yeah. think technology has become too good for our own sanity. See, it's funny. Like I, I watched the Marvel movies too. I look at that stuff. Mm. They mm-hmm. they aged down Michael Douglas, but instead of aging up Chris Evans as Captain America, they just brought on an older gentleman. I was like, why not just age him up? You can, if, you oh. can, if you can de-age him, age him up. Right. They did. Oh, yeah, they did. They did. No, that's, that's a guy. Wait, that's an what? actual actor. Really? That's, that's not Chris Evans. It at the end of like the movie? Him. The yeah. end game? I, had, I looked at it. I looked it up. It's not It's wow. not Chris Evans. That is an, another actor. That's insane. What? And they just dubbed his voice over him. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, I totally thought it would, they like aged him. Mm-mm. I did, too. I looked at it. You think there'd be an age cap to acting? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I'm going to do what I do with my daughter. Knee slapper. Wow. I taught her that. She gets so mad. That's so stupid. Now she does it all the time. Uh, when I bring my dad jokes out. There's a, I think dad jokes are hilarious. Get some Norm MacDonald type jokes. Actually, I can't say those at any time. I'm going to stop. <laughs> no more Vicks. You don't offend me, but your dad's there. so Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, He's got to be the dad. He's got to be the If he wasn't here, I'd probably be like a tyrant. He's my ground. <laughs> stop. If they did a soundtrack of your guys' life, then what would the soundtrack be? Ooh. Okay, so there's one song. Um, I'm so bad with titles. We're gonna make this place your home. You know that song? It sounds like a Folgers commercial. Settle down, it'll all be clear. Don't pay no mind to the demons. They fill you with fear. Oh, yes. I, um, I know it, but I couldn't tell you the title. Yeah, I can't. Is it, are we gonna make this place your home? Like yeah, something like that? Yeah. Um, we moved a lot, um, and that was the song I listened to on the drive to the new suite. It was always a long drive to a different okay. state. I listened to that song every time, and it was so comforting. Um, so that one would definitely be like moving. I want that song to play. Okay. Uh, do you have any ideas, Biggs? <laughs> we'll go play the dun 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 dun. <laughs> Thanks. I, that's why I edit these things down because yeah. I, there's there's mm-hmm. I ask questions you don't know what I'm gonna ask you unless you listen to the to the podcast so right they'll, they'll um, tell you sometimes I don't even ask those questions I forget Carolina by James Taylor oh, too. the breeze by Leonard Skinner mm-hmm. the breeze call me the breeze yeah love that song that's I'm a big Skinner fan no. the last rebel is probably one of my favorite songs of all time from them yeah. I love that I told my wife when I die that's one of the songs I want played see brothers in arms is the one my dad told me, which was really sad. He was like, "When I die, you're gonna pray. You're gonna play Brothers in Arms at my funeral." I was like, "Well, yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> hopefully, that's not anytime soon. <laughs> what was it? My daughter said she, um, she she made a joke. She said she's gonna play. She's got some kind of game called Jackbox TV. You guys ever heard of that? Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that. It's uh, some kind of app of a game you play. You put it on your your website and you play it, and it brings like the apps to your phone. It's really fun. And it's like, what would you play at your funeral? And if she put like 
celebration. Oh. <laughs> I was like, okay. That's my that's my daughter right there. <laughs> queen, another one bites the dust. You know? Another one bites the dust, <laughs> right? There's a comedian that does inappropriate uh, like wedding songs, and oh. then inappropriate like funeral songs. Tim he, Hawkins. Tim, yes, Tim yes, Hawkins. We love him. He's ho- so hilarious. He's he just awesome. deserves plays it. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, Dude looks like a lady. <laughs> yes. <laughs> songs not to play at your wedding. Oh, we can go. Like I said, we go tangents. It's so much fun. <laughs> uh, if we talked about it a little bit about you want to be a songwriter because I think songwriters they have you could be a songwriter till you till you die and yeah, even then you're exactly. still going to get that mailbox money. So if you wasn't singing the songs, who would you want to sing your songs? Ooh, that's a good question. Let's see. I do have a few of them, just a few. I think I write them down so I don't forget. Um, so that is hard. Okay, Cam, I love Cam's voice. Um, it's hard because they're all like songwriters themselves. You know, they write their own songs. Mm-hmm. It, I, thinking of like convincing them to sing one of mine would be insane. Um, let's see, Cam Morgan Wade is really cool. Miranda Lambert, Carrie Underwood. Um, guys, I would love to write songs for guys. I think uh, Dirk Bentley. I would yeah. love for him to sing one of my songs. There's "Settle for a Slow Down" is one of the songs he sings. And it's one of my favorite songs. Yeah, we met the songwriter. We met song. we met the guy who wrote that song, really? and it was like insane. Yeah, um, I. Totally fangirled. <laughs> um, Joe Nichols. You know Joe Nichols is? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I saw him in concert recently. Did you? We love him. We had a picture of him hanging up on our wall. <laughs> that was great. My mom loves him. Like we. Anyway, I would love for him to sing one of our songs. Um, yeah. Don't feel bad. My wife loves Trey Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> we, we One of the first songs, first songs, quotation marks, was about Joe Nichols. And it was about his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and his butt. And his but my mom well, Lisa wasn't about part. his butt hair <laughs> she was with his oh. hair so long and his butt so cute <laughs> that's the song <laughs> you're learning so much about me today yes <laughs> now when I when I was younger I wrote a song for my, my oldest he's 25 now he'll be 26 here soon and so we wrote I wrote a song called Taters and Beans <laughs> and it was just to get him to eat his food you know Taters and Beans you know and then it was got like a, a line like the only fish I like is from Captain D's. It was just silly, but it was just a song that he would sing, and he still remembers it this day. Like, uh, I wrote one about a lion under a tree. That was the first song I ever wrote. That was terrible. <laughs> I sang it in the shower. You have and they a video recorded of it. it. It was terrible. Well, let's hear a few lines of it. Let's go. Let's go, Biggs. Can uh, I sing it? Yeah, sure. Once there was a lion. He lived under a tree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> terrible well there was a part where he saved all the village people he cut off their head and everyone said yippee well because like somebody cut down the tree and he didn't have a tree anymore so he was pissed (laughs) you know it was was about it was about the environment it was like this deep level story (laughs) (laughs) it was it was uh uh did you lose your thought i lost my thought it happens in here trust me i'm i'm contagious yeah (laughs) Let's say it's a Yoko Ono song, you know. <laughs> the best Beatle member. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even I know that's wrong. <laughs> if you guys have, what's three things on your guys' bucket list? Oh, gosh. Oh, that's uh, so hard. One of the Halloween buckets from McDonald's. <laughs> Stop. Shh. Anyway. Sorry, I, I'm, I'm terrible at these jokes. <laughs> I would love to travel the world okay 
I would love to see the rest of the world. Germany is a big one. Um, all the great wonders. Egypt, I would love to. I love history and like ancient history. Okay. Um, my, me and my dad share that in Brigham. We all really are into history. Um, yeah, my, my wife is from Germany, so we actually went over there when the kids were just born. Oh. Uh, nine hour flight with babies. Actually, they, it wasn't bad. They did they did pretty good. But what Germany doesn't believe in is air conditioning. Apparently, oh. yeah. So like it's, all of Europe, they don't. It's so hot. We went in June, so we're like windows open, and we went to see our Oma, and her Oma was blind, so her floor was dirty. She couldn't vacuum, so we had to hold the kids the whole time we were there. Oh wow! But we took a train to Paris while we were there. Stay at the That's Holiday so Inn, cool. and it, it was it was a fun trip. We were supposed to go after I graduated high school, mm-hmm. but I graduated in 2020. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it's okay. Um, what about you, Biggs? Bucket list. Yeah. Um, I want to write a book. That's my bucket list. Children book. Uh, about a lion and a about a peanut. <laughs> I actually wrote a child's book about a peanut when I was little. I was really passionate. Or about sycamore it. buddies. Yeah, but uh, I'd like to write a book, like a novel of some sort. Um, I'd like to uh, fix up a car my lifetime um i don't know i know skydiving is like um, a typical one yeah. but i want to do something that truly scares me and know that like so once i do it i know that i can do things that i want to be able to carve stuff i like woodworking i always want to be able to do that like to build my own build my own house that's probably uh, okay. a good one yeah i would love to sing at the grand Ole opry okay that's a big one that who knows right i would love to <laughs> that, well, would be grand. that would be grand that you gotta make me forget you're like my bassist when when i do when doves cry he goes in the middle of the song and i forget where i'm at in the song and i start laughing it's very hard not to laugh and and get you you sidetracked on that stuff see i don't know why i was gonna ask this question (laughs) (laughs) i've had a good time guys me too so thank you for coming on thank you dad for bringing them um, and like I said, if you guys uh, want to come back with the album, your EP, bring it back. We'll do a little album review on it. Um, just it's telling so stories and like this and listen to the songs. Cool. Thank you. That'd be awesome. So, Thanks. Tell everybody one more time they can find you if I let you guys go. All right. Instagram, Heidi Weidrich, H-E-I-D-I-W-I-E-D-R-I-C-H. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the same for Spotify and Apple Music. Uh, yeah. So. Perfect. All right, everybody, this was the Georgia Songbirds, and that was Heidi and Briggs. Thank you, guys. Bye. Adios. Dad joke to, let, to take us away? Um, I'll do, let's, let's do a good one. This is the one I love. Um, do you know wearing glasses doesn't automatically make you look smart? First, you have to wear them on your face. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've been dealing with the whole night. <laughs> See you guys.
myself with the tune of a nursery rhyme And it wasn't right to push you aside The cowboys can't be tied down by a smile Goodbye, baby.